I am going to be sharing with you a niche property that is being sold for $120,000, six figures. And I'm also going to share with you why I would not buy it. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, the Rock Your Brand podcast, and today... I am excited because I am going to be sharing with you a niche property that is being sold for $120,000, six figures, and I'm also going to share with you why I would not buy it. Yes, I'm going to give you why I wouldn't buy it. I'm going to give you the reasons. Um, I'm actually going to be breaking this down. Now, we do these inside of our Brand Creators Academy every single month. We call them our Niche Properties Insider, where we break one of these down. Uh, we go through the analytics, and we look at it as if we were to buy it. What would we do with it? And um, you know, how would we grow it? And then we give a 90-day blueprint. If you want more information about our Brand Creators Academy, you can head on over to uh, Brand creators.com forward slash either join or BCA. Either one should take you to the same place. All right. So I'm going to be sharing my screen. So if you're listening to this, you're not going to be able to see it. You should probably go to the show notes to this episode. And uh, from there, you can watch the, the screen share that I'm about to do. Now, if you are listening and uh, you're not able to do that, I am going to give you a detailed uh, breakdown. So this way here, you can still listen and you'll get the gist of this. All right. Cause the bottom line is, is showing the niche, showing what they chose, uh, to drill into in this niche. And then also the makeup of the website and the reason why I would not buy it. Actually, it's, it's a pretty obvious reason and I'll explain why. And it's, it's one of the reasons that, I mean, you really can't, you could, but you really can't reverse what has been done with the site, all right? And because of that, that would scare me, so I would not want to buy it. But what I will do is I will learn from this site, all right? I will learn from it, and I'm also going to be looking at the content of the site so I can get ideas for my own sites. Uh, not saying I'm going to use this niche at all. It's I'm going to apply what they're doing because there's something pretty creative that they're doing that I like that I would definitely, definitely apply uh, to my own niche properties or to any new ones that I'm building. So I'm always looking at ways to get more uh, content ideas, keyword ideas, things like that, uh, but also just learning from other sites. I also get to see uh, the Ezoic or AdSense or Mediavine or AdThrive, any of those uh, RPMs that are being earned. Now, RPMs, if you're brand new to the show, is just a, uh, it's basically how much you're getting paid per thousand visitors to your site. That's how we're monetizing for the most part. That's how we're monetizing. And I like to monetize these niche properties, these digital pieces of real estate is I like to get traffic and then um, have an ad network find uh, businesses that want to advertise on my site. And then they pay me monthly to do that. And they pay, uh, in it ranges anywhere from, I've seen it as low as like three, $4 per thousand, all the way up to $65 per thousand. Um, right now we're averaging, we're actually above average because average is 
typically around, I would say, 17 to 28 dollars, somewhere in that range. Uh, we're actually on the upper end of that. We're uh, averaging on uh, our sites uh, right around 28 to 32 dollars per thousand, which is fantastic. Um, going back probably three years ago when I had a, a, an e commerce brand that we also monetized our content site through AdThrive. On a good day, we'd be getting $24, $25. I, I think we might have touched $29 once, uh, but it was very rare. Uh, the sites nowadays, because the RPMs are going up, because advertisers want to get in front of uh, more targeted traffic, uh, I, like I said, it, it's gone up. So the average is higher than it used to be. And I've even on our own sites, I've had it, I think once we hit $60, which is insane, like $60 per thousand visitors, right? So if you get 1,000 visitors a day, 60 bucks, right? If you get 2000, 120 bucks, just do the math. Um, so, and then that adds up, right? So per day, if you were doing a hundred, that'd be $3,000. Okay. So what I'm going to be doing though, on this, uh, on this episode is going through and sharing this niche property, uh, and then what it's being sold for, what it's earning per month, what the multiple is, uh, how many articles it has posted and then how old it is. And then I'm going to dig into the analytics through Ahrefs and, uh, and show you a little bit more behind the curtain there. All right. So with that all being said, let me do that. All right. So I am pulling it up right now. Now, if you can't see this, obviously I'll explain what I'm going to be looking at here. Uh, this site is being sold on motioninvest.com, uh, which is a brokerage. And what they do is they list sites every week. Uh, and, uh, you can go there and check it out for yourself. It's a free service. And uh, if you want to sell a site, you can go there as well. And I'm not affiliated with them. I probably should reach out to those guys over there. And I do know the guys over there. I just haven't. And I probably should, because I do probably send quite a few people over there just from mentioning it. Um, and they probably offer some type of commission. I don't know. Maybe I should probably do that. Scott reminder, do that. Okay. Uh, so the site that we're looking at here today is refrigeratorsreviewed.com refrigeratorsreview.com. Now you can go check out the site if you want to. Uh, it says it is three years and seven months old. It's a refrigerator website and it's making $4,033 per month via Amazon, Ezoic, Impact, and has offer um, in the last 12 months is being sold via our marketplace. So that's the description that they give it. It is being sold right now for $120,990. Now, that's actually low. If you were to do the math, typically, I'm seeing uh, multiples. Now, how this works is usually you're looking at, and this is how it works for content sites, not so much for e-commerce sites because there's a lot more moving parts there. There's inventory. There's a lot of different things. But the way that they generally will do it is they'll do a multiple times the average monthly income. Okay, so this one here is generating, let's just call it $4,000. If you had a 30X, okay, a 30X multiple on that, that'd be 120,000. So basically it's getting about a, about a 30X. Typically right now, I've been seeing over the last year and a half that a 30 is low. Typically it's around 40 to 45 nowadays, right? So if this was a 40, it'd be like 160. Okay. So a big difference. So why is it not getting a 40? Well, we're going to dig into that. All right. So this here, first off, and, and I'll say it's, it's a very, very basic site, not a lot to it built on WordPress. Not, I don't, I don't even think it has a theme. It's basically a raw theme. I think from WordPress, it's might, it might be like uh WordPress 
2021 or something. It's just like a basic theme. Um, so the quick stats here are, and this is coming from Motion Invest, uh, $4,033 profit per month, 100,813 visitors per month, 26 on the domain authority. That just means that the domain is seasoned. It's, uh, it's over three years old, so it's got some domain authority. It's been publishing content. It's got 30, uh, it's a 30X multiple, like I said, and it's got 862 articles posted. So a lot of articles, okay? A lot of articles on that site. I would expect it to get all of the 100,000 um, visitors. So it's getting 100,000, all right? So uh, let's let's keep going here. So I'm going to, I'm just scrolling down and I'm gonna skim and I'm gonna actually dig into some of these numbers. Um, so organically, it is getting, primarily it's getting all of its traffic organically from, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, uh, Bing, Yahoo, and Google. All right. And DuckDuckGo, there's some there as well. Uh, AOL referral. That's funny. Uh, it's got a little bit of a sliver there. Um, and then a few others. Okay. So the, what, what I do like about this is it, it does have a little bit of diversification, but it's 68% coming from Google. Okay. So 68% coming from Google. Um, so now I'm going to scroll down to the content. And now this is where it gets really interesting. And this is where I really want you to pay attention here. Okay. Cause this is what I'm learning as I'm looking at this site. Now I would look at this site and go, okay, they do product reviews for refrigerators. So if you've been in this world of, uh, you know, websites or niche websites, or as I like to call them niche properties, then you know that, uh, doing review sites is kind of old school and actually Google doesn't like it. So if you build a website that is only a review site, Google has actually discounted those sites. And in some cases has uh, really, it's hurt their uh, their rankings. Uh, it's, it's hurt their uh, authority, uh, things like that. So what that will do is it will take your traffic and reduce it. So they've done updates in the past in Google and they're always doing updates. And um, if you think about it, Google is a search engine for returning a result to a search query. And for the most part, that's questions. Okay. Questions. Now the question could be like, what is the best refrigerator in 2022? It could, but here's the deal. If your site is only a review site, that is a red flag. Uh, there has been a, uh, an update that was done. I don't know. I forget the name of it, but they always have a name, um, to their updates. And there was one that was done probably around, I don't know, eight to 12 months ago that highlighted that any sites that were primarily focused on product reviews were going to be uh, impacted, okay? So the one number one reason I would not buy that, there's other reasons, but the number one reason I would not buy this site is because of the name, okay? And like I said, the name is refrigeratorsreviewed.com. The word reviewed is in the title. It's in their domain. You can't run from it. It is what it is. Now, could you take that domain and redirect it to a new domain and move things? You could. You could totally do that. I would not want to. Um, also, because I'm sure that out of those 800 and some articles, there's a lot of product review type content. But here's the interesting thing. And this is what we can learn from this, okay? is if we look at the at the uh, top content that's coming in it's not necessarily review stuff it's not reviewing the products which is great 
but it's also probably if we dig back and dig into the content, there's probably a lot of product review stuff. And what my guess is they probably started to switch focus when they started to hear that Google was going to impact sites that were only product reviews. Um, now the problem is the name is refrigerators reviewed. That's a big, big problem in my eyes. Okay. And that would, that would be a reason why I would say I'm not doing it. And that's also why the, the multiple is probably 30 X versus it being 40 or 45. Okay. Um, so here is the content, how to reset whirlpool refrigerator, how to reset your Samsung refrigerator, how to reset Frigidaire, uh, refrigerator detailed guide, how to defrost Samsung refrigerator, how to reset Kenmore refrigerator in minutes, how to reset a GE refrigerator, how to reset KitchenAid refrigerator. Um, then they have one here is a Galan's fridge, not cooling, how to fix, how to turn a Samsung ice maker on and off quick guide. So these are just questions on how to reset the refrigerator or how to turn off the beeping noise on the refrigerator, which I've had to do before. And I had to do a Google search for that. So this site now is getting a bulk of their traffic from these types of posts. So what do we learn from that? Well, number one, if you have anything that is product related on your site or any type of brands that are involved in your niche, right, that you want to talk about because people are searching for that certain brand, don't necessarily write a post about the best five refrigerators, write the things that people are searching about to fix or to uh, get a, a question answered about that. And I've seen this done in uh, automotive uh, you know, type sites where it's like, you know, you want to know how to reset your check tire uh, setting in your infinity, right? Like something like that. So there's a lot of questions here that are being answered on this site, like this right here, how to reset your Samsung refrigerator, right? So what they're trying to do is figure out what that is. And that's a very simple answer to that. And as you're talking about that, you're probably going to talk about other things about the refrigerator, right? Um, it could be a uh, Samsung uh, refrigerator not producing ice. Like that might be a search because that happens, right? So there's other things. And as you dig into your market, you're going to learn this. So I think it's great. And I'm, that's why I wanted to share this example because you would think this site by, by the name was all about product reviews, but it's not, okay? It's actually answering questions about specific types of brands. Um, some people want to know, uh, you know, should I focus uh, my site around a brand? No, you shouldn't make your site about Kenmore or GE, but you can take it as like, if you were going to do this for lawnmowers, you would take all of the lawnmowers or all, let's say it's electric lawnmowers. You're going to do it for all the different brands of electric mowers. And then you're going to start doing like troubleshooting stuff. And that would be your questions that you'd be possibly answering or things that people are searching for related to that, but not to necessarily go buy it. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have posts that talk about uh, pros and cons of this type of, you know, lawnmowers uh, or maybe, uh, you know, this versus this. Like, There's nothing wrong with that, okay? But you do, and I, I've talked to the guys over at uh, Niche Website Builders, Adam over there, and he said just through their research and stuff, usually want at a minimum 80, 20. And he was even saying even higher, we're more like probably 95, five at this point. Now, when we started this, I was jumping on the product review wagon as well. I was doing probably like 75% and then, you know, maybe 
maybe 80% was uh, the, the info content. And then the other was going to be, you know, product reviews, but I've, I've since pulled away from that. Uh, I would say 99% of our stuff right now is all info. Um, because that to me will never get impact. Okay. Cause everyone's always have questions, I'm not technically selling anything because I'm getting paid rent to basically rent out my space to advertisers and I'm getting them through a media, uh, network like Mediavine or Ezoic or ad thrive, whichever. Okay. So that's that, that's the content. Now I'm going to dig into a little bit more content, uh, actually, uh, looking at, uh, Ahrefs. I want to look and see all of that stuff in there, but as I'm scrolling here, there's actually more, um, how do I defrost my Samsung ice maker quick guide? Uh, how to reset a nor cold refrigerator, Samsung freezer, not working how to fix Samsung refrigerator blinking, how to fix, how to reset a Westinghouse fridge. I mean, this is like a keyword vein, uh, great example of a keyword vein. Like you can go down this and say how to reset Electrolux refrigerator, how to uh, reset GE refrigerator, Samsung refrigerator, and just fill in the blanks. Perfect example of a keyword vein. Um, so yeah, these are, these are great. Okay. So the traffic is coming in mainly from the United States. Then there's Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, India, New Zealand, Philippines, Singapore, uh, Pakistan, South Africa. So it's coming in from a lot of different places. Mobile traffic is going to be 86% here. The desktop is 86% is, oh no, that's bounce rate. I'm sorry. That's not the amount. That's just telling you page views. Okay, so page views on mobile is 204,000. Desktop was 107 and tablet was 13. So the primary is the mobile, but it's just showing you bounce rate. Um, okay, so now the income. Let's check that out real quick. Uh, now, if you guys are listening, you can't see this, but it's Amazon uh, affiliate products, okay? We have Ezoic, which is an ad network. We have Impact Income, which is, again, another affiliate, uh, and then Has Offer. I've never heard of them, by the way, which, again, this is another way where you can maybe find other places that have offers, Has Offer, uh, but you can find other places that potentially you could tap into for your market. Um, so I haven't looked at Has Offer. I don't know what it is, but I'll look into it now. All right, so uh, let's just, so uh, the Amazon income wasn't much, okay? Monthly, I mean, it's averaging, uh, let's see, it's, well, for the year, it was $1,618 uh, was the yearly. Ezoic for the year was $50,576. And let's see here, uh, impact income was $275, so not much there, and then has offer was 3,619, but the last four months, it, it hasn't earned anything. So I don't know if that was a promotion they did or something, but it's a good amount of money. But the, the primary is what I love, and that's Ezoic or Mediavine or AdTribe. It's an ad network. They do all the heavy lifting. We're just renting out our space. So they got rent checks this uh, for this uh, brand, for this niche property of $50,576 for the year. And if we do the breakdown here, Last February in 2021, it did 1459. March, it did 1959. April, it did 2016. And then in May, it did $4,712. June, 5033. July, 5390. August, 5689. September, 4715. October, 4980. 5303 in November. December was 5417. And January was 3859. Now, in January, you're always going to see a drop. Uh, we've seen a drop. Everyone sees a drop. 
Um, it's just when the advertisers are readjusting their budgets and then it comes back in February and that's exactly what's happening this year. So that doesn't bother me. Um, it will probably be back to four or $5,000 here. Well, it actually is almost at four. So I would say probably closer to, uh, $5,000. Um, it'll probably be uh, showing up there for, for that. So that's, it's, it still looks great. Okay. But why wouldn't I buy this? Because I don't like the name. It's really that simple. The name scares me. And I would have to do a, a content audit to see how much content on there now is uh, like, what's the ratio. Um, it's not saying I wouldn't buy it if that stuff checked out. Um, obviously right now I wouldn't buy it. I've got too many things going on in my own, in my own niche properties. Um, but if I was in the market to buy one and I was willing to spend six figures, I would not right now, just because of the obvious of the name, it says review. And I don't like that. Now, the other thing I want to, I do want to look at here while we're in here is I want to see what is, um, what are the averages for Ezoic? Like, what are they paying for this niche? So I'm looking at the RPMs basically per thousand. And it looks like, let's see, the lowest, the RPM was, is $25 per thousand. And it looks like the highest was $46.48 per thousand. No, $47.83. And that was back in last November. So it's its average is over, it is $35, which is crazy. Okay. So that's awesome. So makes me say, like, okay, is there other niches that you could do this in that aren't a refrigerator? Maybe it's stoves, maybe it's uh, you know, maybe it's uh uh, camping stuff or what, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up, but maybe there's an angle here that you could tap into and take this same model, not refrigerators, but something else. Um, because obviously appliances looks like a good potential for RPMs. And this is an Ezoic, which, which Ezoic I always feel is low compared to Mediavine or AdThrive. Not always, but most of the time. Um, so that's always good to see. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. That's answer. So that's must've been that other, that other, uh, way that they're making money. Um, so I'm not going to look at all of that stuff cause we kind of dug into that. And then they just give some backlinking stuff to kind of show like what the site's built from as far as like the backlinks and things like that. So let's look at the site real quick. Okay. So I came here and, uh, it basically just says there's not even a logo, by the way, this is like, this is as bare bones as you can get. All right. It's literally bare bones. All right. It just says in-depth refrigerators reviews. It doesn't even read well. In-depth refrigerators reviews, maybe in-depth refrigerator reviews. There's it's it shouldn't be plural. Uh, okay. So they have, um, how to slash solutions is this is in the menu, by the way, for all brands, for frigid air, for GE, general electric, for Kenmore, for LG, for Samsung, um, FAQ posts, buying guides and best of, all right. And you can see their ads are being displayed here on the right. Uh, and then, you know, these are their, their posts, how to bypass a refrigerator. Uh, let's see, laying a refrigerator down, critical information, uh, freezer does not freeze issues solved refrigerator after moving issues and prove and uh, proven solutions, how to move a refrigerator in different situations. Okay. So there's ads running on the side, on the bottom. Now let me open up one of the posts. Uh, refrigerator does not turn off. Okay. So an ad pops up. I'm going to get rid of that. And then we're going to look at the content. I have a table of contents. 
So refrigerator does not turn off what to do. The table of contents are check the door seal, check the thermostat, check the defrost setting or system, check the content, check the evaporator fan, check the location, check the condenser fan, check the compressor, check the closed system. Two, why has my refrigerator or why has my fridge turned off? So I'm just giving you like their outline. And that's it. It's a very, very simple post. Very, very simple. And ads are being displayed as I scroll. There's an affiliate thing for Amazon, which at this point, they're not even making much on Amazon. I don't even know if I would have the Amazon uh, links in there because number one, it slows the site down. Number two, uh, it could take someone, um, it could make someone bounce. Uh, and also it takes away from advertisement, advertising placements. So yeah, I, I don't know if I would even include them. It's not yielding enough. Um, all right, so let's move over to the pages. Um, actually, I'm going to go back. Let me go back here so you can see, and I'll, I'll kind of give you the detailed uh, thing here. So I'm looking at Ahrefs right now. The UR, which is kind of like in the DR, is kind of like the score that Ahrefs gives a domain. So it's a 30 and a 20, so pretty good. Backlinks, they have 13,500. Um, and referring domains is 3,000. Organic keywords is 31,000. And it says organic traffic here is only 20,000, but this is Ahrefs for organic. Um, so it looks like the site was started, at least it looks like content-wise and getting traffic was back in September, August. Yeah, August of 2019, it looks like. Uh, so let's look at the organic search. Uh, so this is over time again. So it looks like, yeah, back here, October, it looks like October uh, 2018. Uh, it wasn't doing anything up until... The next year, uh, around October, November. So it looks like they might've bought it, sat on it, and then started building it. And as you can see, or if you're listening, you can't see it's, it's constantly going up. So it's, if I was to buy this, I would, I would like this graph. It looks good. It looks like there's a few dips, but it's, it's growing. All right. Uh, I'm going to look at the last year. So for one year, I'm going to see what it looks like. And it, it looks pretty strong. Um, it's ranking right now for it's indexed. I should say. Uh, currently at 31,000 uh, total keywords. Um, there's 702 of them in the one to three position and four to 10 position. There's six, 6,762 um, in the top 11 to 100 position, which really doesn't matter, but it just shows you indexing is 23,588. So uh, yeah, so it's doing pretty good. And let's look at the uh, last 30. And the last 30, it looks like there's a slight decline, um, but nothing that would alarm me could just be the seasonality of this. Um, and then I'm going to look at the top pages inside of Ahrefs to see what they're reporting. And it looks like how to defrost Samsung ice maker is number is one of their top posts. Uh, how to reset your Samsung refrigerator control panel, Samsung fridge reset, how to defrost Samsung refrigerator, how to reset whirlpool refrigerator. So the other thing I look at is it shows you the traffic percentage from this piece of content. And what I do like about this is out of all the articles, it has 774 results uh, out of all of the articles that are posted and that are indexed that are getting traffic They're They're really diversified. So even though it might have posts about buying a refrigerator and a review about a refrigerator, it looks like it's spread out pretty evenly. So it's like 4%, 3%. 3%, 3%. So there's a lot of four and 3% that's making up the top uh, content that's driving all of the traffic. But basically, yeah, I mean, it kind of comes down to 
a lot of this content is going to be different questions people are asking about certain brands of refrigerators. So pretty uh, a pretty interesting way of diving into a niche around products, but not really selling products, which I like. Um, so just another twist here on, on how you could build a niche property that does talk about specific brands, but questions or errors or things that need to be, uh, you know, answers that need to be uh, provided for people that own these things that are searching for these common things. And a great example would be like lawnmowers or uh, like I said, it could be, uh, uh, let's think of another appliance. It could be for microwaves. It could be for stoves. It could be for grills, outdoor grills. It could be for certain brands of those, like all different things. So just again, to get your uh, wheels turning here, but also thinking about this, like maybe something like this applies to your current niche property. And, uh, and can you answer those questions? Are there products in your in your market that you're not publishing about because you don't want to go down that road of publishing about product reviews, but are there questions that are being asked about certain products? That's another angle. And I like that angle. All right. So that is going to be the little uh, reveal here. And, uh, and really what I wanted to share with you here today, because I think, I think that this here allows you to see that there is a bigger picture. Okay. When you're building one of these sites, because what we can do is we can build the site, get pretty good rent. Okay. We can collect rent and then we can exit. Now this site, will it sell for 120,000? Maybe, uh, it might, we'll kind of keep an eye on that. Uh, but, uh, there are some risks there, right? And whenever you're building a site or buying a site, you need to understand that, uh, you need to, you need to know what there could be as a red flag. Because you don't want to build something and then have someone later tell you that you can only get a 30x multiple because of these things. So we want to make sure that we're not falling into, into those, you know, those areas. Uh, and one of the things is, and this is one big takeaway, is do not create a site that is focused on product reviews. Okay? No, no. Don't do that. Okay? So uh, make sure that you don't. All right? So, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Again, if you want to watch this, if you are listening to it, but you want to watch it, definitely make sure that you show over or you head on over to the show notes to this episode. Um, I'll link it up and, um, and just make sure that, uh, yeah, you check that out so you can see exactly what I was looking at. And, uh, for anyone that is considering building one of their own niche properties that I would encourage you to head on over to buildnicheproperties.com. Again, that's buildnicheproperties.com. I have a full training there, a full class course that you can go through and that we take you through this entire process and what we're doing um, from finding your niche to validating it, to building your content, publishing and, uh, and getting it ready to start collecting rent checks, but then also potentially exiting for who knows six figures or more. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up as always. Take care, take action. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now let's get them. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, 
and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.